this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to a very special ending pending. I'm your drunk host, Andy. I'm your mid-level Dragon Age expert, who's also drunk, and I'm Evan. I thought that Dragon Age was Skyrim this entire time, (laughs) which which oddly enough has nothing to do with how drunk I am, which is pretty drunk, and I'm Ronnie. Uh, I'm a guest. This is a guest. Introduce our guest. Kim's the wizard level Dragon Age expert. Ronnie's, Ronnie's your novice. I'm uh, your. I'm pretty I'm sure your... you mean mage level. There's no wizards. There's just mages. That's what I That's learned true. from Dragon Age oh, Redemption. Ronnie got you. Ronnie got that, you I wasn't making a Dragon Age <laughs> reference by calling uh, you the wizard level. Wizard is also a Star Wars term for. Then what awesome. are you doing on our Dragon Age podcast, Evan? <laughs> All right, let's fucking talk about Skyrim. And you can tell from there. <laughs> fuck no shit. <laughs> fuck. God damn it, motherfucker. Anyway, um, earning that explicit tag. If you can tell, shut up. Everyone, shut up. Whoa. You, let Whoa. me finish this goddamn intro. Hostility is strong. Andraste, it's like you're a Jesus. It's like anyway. you're an apostate over there. Oh, Ronnie, that was <laughs> you nailed it. That's not what an apostate is. All right, he, we'll I, mean, I just know, no, I just know no. nouns. I don't Fucking know Christ, everyone shut up. Ronnie's trying so Shut hard. up. Everyone shut up. <laughs> if I'm you couldn't, trying so hard, Andy. Yeah. If you couldn't tell from this intro, I took the mic away from the other ones, by the way. If you couldn't tell from this intro, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We are currently covering... As a reward for you and a punishment to ourselves, <laughs> the one season mini series event, a web mini series event that was Dragon Age Redemption. Before we get into that, though, I have a bit for us to do, and I'm going to put the mic back down on the table so that we can talk to each other did again. Did you literally pick up the mic? Andy did literally pick up the you mic. You are so dramatic. I cannot even with you. I'm like a regular Dorian Pavis. That's how dramatic I am. You're All like right. a real iron bull over there. I can't. I cannot handle Cheers. this. Please, the show's over. Okay. <laughs> so, my question for everyone... Uh, and this will probably be especially interesting from Ronald, is if you could fuck one Dragon Age character who is not a romance option, oh. who would it be? Mm. 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 And I have put a lot mm. of thought into this. Mm. Oh, good. Yes. Mine might be Krem. Krem is a real good choice. Yeah, Krem's Krem. my runner-up. Okay. Well, I pick Krem from Inquisition. And we'll explain why. It's so funny okay. if you don't like say why. Um, he's delightful. He's he's fun. He likes to hit things, and he's also a little sweetheart. And he's um, also buff. He's buff. Yeah, he's buff. He's buff. That's important. He's Dragon Age's second or third trans character. Um, second. He's, he's from Tevinter. I mean, obviously, he's bitter about it for reasons. But I love Tevinter. I love Vince. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. What a good! He stands on his chair a lot. It's it's, it's he's a, very good at standing a, on a it's chair. It's a feature, not a bug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good, good boy. He hangs around with Iron Bull, who's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just, he's real polite. Ronnie, who who would you fuck from Dragon Age that's not currently a not romance option? Not from Skyrim. Is Cassandra a romance option? Yes. Only if you're straight. I mean, so far Ronnie. that seems to be my, the, the direction I'm headed. Um... But you are married to a woman. Out, so. Yes. Outside of Cassandra and Iron Bull, I am out of characters. Only two. Well done, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, would you would you bang anyone from this show? That's. I mean, every everyone is it, are very beautiful people, and I and I wish them the best of happiness in their in their very dramatic way of speaking to each other and also very horny way of speaking to each other. Everyone in the um, show was pretty horny. They were. Doug Jones, probably. Yeah, that's a yeah, good Doug that's Jones, a good call. non-romanceable option. Also, <laughs> <laughs> when they're not, um, when they're not rubber models of Canari, Canari are pretty fuckable. Um, Those are Kim, some bad who models. Who would do romance that's not a romanceable option? Um, I have... Shock. I, yeah, the, okay, there's a lot of answers to this question. I have a lot of answers, but I'm actually going to say... Um, Iron Shark is my answer. Okay, I won't, I won't say that one. Um, I'm tempted to say Cole, but I'm, I'm actually going to say Varric. Over the course of two games, um, he's he's just a very well-written character. And he is. Like, giving him more... Depth and stuff. You two would get up to so much, so much mischief, though. Yeah, exactly. It'd be so fun. He's just so fun. He he feels like your best friend. Which, like, if for anyone who wants that kind of like romantic relationship, like, I just feel like it'd be great to have in the game. I get fucked by my best friends. (laughs) Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. Um, my choice is the Arashok from Dragon Age Two. This says a lot about what Andy's into. I uh, I only just started playing Dragon Age 2 yet. I haven't finished it. Oh, by the way, spoiler warnings for every Dragon Age game, because we're just going to talk about Dragon Age shit. Yeah, yeah. We The games are like five years old at this point, but Plus. I, I like posted some Dragon Age content on my Facebook page, and someone got mad at me for spoilers when the game is very old. So spoiler warnings. We're going to spoil every Dragon Age. So and dra- have to spoilers live for Dragon Age Redemption and all of the books <laughs> yes. and comics, too. Yeah, just, also them. And Skyrim. Who knows yeah, what Skyrim shit is? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to let loose on Skyrim. There's but, cat people in that. And so, I think that's all I know about Skyrim, actually. <laughs> touch the Spoiler warning for Touch the Skyrim. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know what the Arashok's whole deal is yet. I've only talked to him once. But I want to... <laughs> We're into his deal. I want to yeah. fuck him so bad. You and so many other people. I, I want him to... Like, force me to convert to the Kune, and I'll, like, play along with it for a little bit, and then try and turn the tables on him, but he'll, like, catch me, and it'd be, like, real, real intense. Real violent and sexual. Yes. You're going real hard about this, but I'm pretty sure. I have thought a lot about the Arashok from that one conversation. He is Um, a very good boy. For you, the novice... The Arashok is the uh, Kanari like military leader. They have like gotcha. a triumv- triumvirate of leaders, like a social, a spiritual, and uh, a military leader. And the Arashok mm-hmm. is the military leader. I thought Krem, not Krem, fuck, Sten was the Arashok. 
Did that not happen? In the comics, he becomes the Aeroshock, but yeah, it's not it's not one do, person. It's, do the a, it's comics, a position. Oh, there are more than one Aeroshock? Aeroshock is not his name. It's well, his I title, know it's his yeah. title, but yeah. like there are more than one with that title? Well, when I one just, dies or retires or is deposed or whatever. When's the comic know. take place? No, yeah, I'm just, you guys don't worry are about a it. living, okay. breathing, opening title card to Dragon Age Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's get into our show now that we've talked about who we want to have sex with. I just, I want to say real quick that you went real hard in that description, Andy, right after Kim basically called you basic for like, yeah, everybody wants to fuck that guy, Andy. You don't think that you're unique. Everybody does want to fuck him, though. Every Everybody on the internet's kinky, guys. Everyone wanted to fuck the boring ginger guy from the first game, too. What boring ginger guy? The guy from the... From the 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 Duke, Tegan. Yeah, everyone wanted to fuck Earl Tegan for some ben, reason. Ben Tegan. Mm. Ben Tegan. Yeah. <laughs> ben with a B. Whatever. He's, okay. He sounds like my cup of tea. Yeah. And he was boring. The yeah. fact that everyone's sexual <laughs> taste right, evolves by this is Dragon a show, Age Two is good. This is a show that exists discreet from other Dragon Age media. Let's talk about this show. It does I, not exist discreet from other Dragon I Age. I don't media. know. No. What okay, is real I'll, and well, what is I'll fake. I'll give you a help, little. Help me understand you, as you synopsize this TV show. I'll, I'll give you a little intro. And I also want to preface this because this was a project that was spearheaded by Felicia Day and we're about to nice. shit all over it. But I just want to say that Felicia Day as a person is lovely. I love and Felicia Day. She did, she I, did I bought so much her book good. and got her to sign it. She did so much good Great. for nerd culture and like she's done a lot of good media and this is not the- some of that good media. But if anything... I think it's Bioware's fault more than it is hers, because right around, mostly after Dragon Age 2, they got real loosey-goosey with their intellectual property and would just kind of let anybody do anything. They got Orson Scott Card to write this, like, really homophobic comic for them, and then they were like, oh shit, let's just kind of pretend that doesn't exist. I have such a complicated relationship with Orson Scott Card. The the comic itself was not directly homophobic. I'm just thinking it was because I know that Orson Scott Card is a, a huge homophobe. But thinking about exactly. it, I don't actually exactly. think there was anything homophobic in the comic. Anyway, so uh, yeah, this is in fact an official licensed Bioware product that is <laughs> as far as I know, canon... In as much as any of their, like, secondary media is canon. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a show that was filmed in, like, probably a day. Like, one good day of filming, and then they did maybe, like, the interior shots on another day. No, I, and, I might disagree, but we could talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, they had, like, no budget, and it was a web series. Each episode is, like... Eight or nine minutes long. There's six episodes, and this is this was made with the official blessing of the Bioware Corporation, who has made many multi-million dollar games. So, okay, yeah. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about this. So, oh, I have so many notes. I can't read all these notes. I can't so, believe that you have that episode? many notes about. I have this. so many. I have like six pages of notes. There was um, less than an hour of content. Yeah, I know. I have literally more notes than there is content. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, episode one, there's intro text, and it's in Bleeding Cowboys font. Basically, it's like, it's a, trying to explain some real high-level concepts in a really oversimplified way, and it's going on about, like, the, quote, unending conflict between the Canari and the Chantry, 
And like that's they're not really in direct opposition to each other. They're like opposing philosophies. There have been essentially crusades by the Chantry against the Canari, but there have been essentially crusades by the Chantry against a ton of people. So like it's this they're trying to like set up this political intrigue and it's it's very strange. Um so like First scene. Can I just say real quick, Ethan, before we get into the first yeah. scene? Now you know how Star Wars has the the, the crawl, the crawl, crawl, the title crawl yeah. at the start. Mm-hmm. Think about how like good and helpful and concise every title crawl for Star Wars is, and then make it exactly not that. Make it really muddled and confusing and in a terrible font, and you have the all of the crawls to Dragon Age Redemption. It's sort of like if you picked two random sentences of lore from, like, all the codexes in the games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, it's just two random codex entries, but, like, a quarter of them. Right. Yeah, so to, like, really, really oversimplify it, the Chantry is the the primary religion in this, this universe, at least in the areas where there are humans and that the games take place. <laughs> And the Kuhn is, like, a sort of more abstract philosophy that's not exactly a religion, but it's, like, a, a sort of social code and uh, thing. It's, a, it's a, a philosophical concept, sort of like, you know, how Confucianism is, like, a social philosophical mm-hmm. concept and not necessarily, like, a theistic religion. Anyway, so in the first scene, uh, there's this canary mage and the... Canari as a species are those big gray dudes. Big gray ones. Big gray ones with horns. And, with the horns. Um, Question about the process yes. for this. Are we running through this like ending pending style or like drunk Smallville style where we can interrupt oh, you, you can, and, and... Oh, you inter... Please do. Please interrupt me at every juncture. Are, there, are the are the Canari... Canari are the gray people. Is that yes. correct? Yes. Are, are they supposed... Are their horns supposed to look like they do, like bad styrofoam cosplay horns, or are they supposed to look like real horns? Because that to... plagued me through the whole time. <laughs> They're supposed to look like real horns. They Canari gotcha. do in fact have gotcha. real horns. It's They're not, not decorative. Like, it's not like a headdress that they're wearing gotcha. or something. It just looks like, and I'm not, I'm not shaming cosplayers at all here. It just looks like they went out of their way to make them look like real flimsy. Look, yeah. you can take the best cosplay costume or horns, and, like, see it in person, and it looks amazing, see it in a picture, and it looks amazing, and put it on film, and it'll look like shit. That's uh, nothing against cosplayers, that's just the nature of the hobby. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, we all know cosplay is good, you know what, yeah. like, but this yeah. shit is not cosplay quality, no, it's even. Not good. Like, we're, no. oh, there's so many bad costumes. The yes. main guy is in, like, plate mail that's made out of fun foam, but we'll oh, get back to so that. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, yeah. I, so, I did realize that, Ronnie, this is your first introduction to Kunari, right? I just want to let you know that those, like, long fingernails that they're all sporting in this, that's not a, that's not a thing, that's like, not in the thing. game. That's not a thing. They don't all have, like, long, weird fingernails. Which fingernails? That was a, that was gotcha. a choice by this show. I'm well, not sure well, why. well, just each of these Kunari has to pick their son Todd up at soccer practice in a half hour, and they all need their latte right fucking now! <laughs> oh, man, those nails. They do emphasize them pretty heavily, yeah. Yeah, they do. It was a strong aesthetic choice. 
It's it like that's their like Harry Potter wand. Like it's, they don't need the nails, but it's an easy way to channel their magic through it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it does. Like it's a very dramatic effect when you've got magical balls of magic, woobly special effects in your hands, and you've got those right. big long nails. Okay, so they refer to this canary both as Cerebos and as the Cerebos, which is like confusing. Cerebos is just the canary word for mage, which is apparently also his proper name, which. That's because Felicia Day doesn't know how Canari names work. Proper names and general names fucked me up this well, whole damn time. No, I'm sorry. Like, that's the guy's name, though, and also what he's called. I had to... All right. So, yeah. Um, this Canari, this Canari guy, uh, Sarabas, or the Sarabas, this guy is played by... Wait for it. Doug Jones. Doug Jones, our good friend, Doug Jones. Friend of the show, Doug Jones. Uh, <laughs> Doug Jones, for those of you who don't know, is the dude who played the fish man in Shape of Water and the dude who played Abe Sapien and the dude who played the fawn in Pan's Labyrinth and like half of the other characters in Pan's. This all guy, the fish men in all the movies. All the fish men like. ever. The Silver Surfer. Oh, he played the Silver Surfer. Okay. Did so he play my, Silver Surfer? Yeah, he did. My point is, Doug <laughs> my man Jones, has never looked at a foam costume and said no. <laughs> my man looks at every foam I, costume and he's like, oh, yeah. I had to look this up, but I was like, was this before he was famous? No. Doug Jones was f- like fresh off Hellboy. He had just done Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, he had done Pan's Labyrinth? He had done Pan's Labyrinth already when this show was made. He has money. Like, this guy, has, <laughs> this guy has got real actor money. He's got that Hollywood and, money. And so I don't he must like be a friend of Felicia Day's or a friend Someone's. of a friend of somebody's. Yeah, or because he's they just got like, that. Or this is just like a like that's the thing that like I want to I want to take a breath and and focus on cuz like yes, we can shit on all the things that are bad. This was clearly a passion project for a lot of people. Oh, for sure. Um and I like don't, I don't know if Doug Jones has any personal relationship to the Dragon Age series. Maybe he just loves playing it. Maybe. A lot of actors play video games. That's the thing. Like, I I don't think anyone is in this show who's not, like, crazy about Dragon Age. Unless they're, like, a, you know... Either that or they blew their whole budget on Doug Jones and that's why they didn't have costumes. The weird thing is, though, like, Felicia Day is clearly a fan, Mm -hmm. but they get so much wrong, Mm -hmm. like, lore-wise. Like, Ronnie, like, you're the biggest Harry Potter fan I know. If you were going to make a Harry Potter fan film... You'd get shit right that, like, if they, like, if just someone who had never read the books made a Harry Potter fan film. That's fair, but also Fantastic Beasts exists. So, like, oh shit. Okay, good point. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck me, I guess. And fuck J.K. Rowling. The Felicia Day, because I would hope that the people who wrote any of anyone on the Fantastic Beasts cast is like, hey, you know, this isn't how magic works at all. Let's uh, dial. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. It's like, Fantastic Beasts exists to me as like fanfic written from somebody who actually lives in the Harry Potter universe. This feels like to me that like Felicia Day's OC in Dragon Age was like, oh, I'm gonna write a sick fanfic all about my journeys. And it's, it's gonna it's gonna get some stuff wrong, but I don't care. It's my See? journey. <laughs> I think that you can definitely be a fan of whatever you want to be a fan of without experiencing all the content in it. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. I get the strong impression that Felicia Day hasn't played through, like, every Dragon Age game and all the DLCs and, like, read the books. But, like, 
That, that's okay. That's why I was I saying would, I think but... the badness of this is more Bioware's fault yeah. than hers. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with you, Evan. I think I yeah. do. And I'll, I'll, I can talk about a little bit more of that about later, but I'll let you keep going. Okay. Well, we all know Felicia Day has never done anything wrong in her life. She's no, she's a perfect, beautiful. perfect person. Okay, Sarah Best. He's the bad guy. Just so, like, that's, this is the conceit of the show. He's the bad guy. He's a bad mage. Uh, this is his name and his title. He's yeah. like Bloom Bloom from Brothers Bloom. Yeah. Um, he escapes from jail, and on his way out of jail, he tortures an elf. We don't know why, but he tortures an elf. An elf who has a beard, <laughs> which el- is a weird beardy and wrong. elf. A beardy elf. Uh, we cut to uh, some followers of the Kuhn who are being real mean to Talus. Talus is our elven main character, played by oh. Felicia Day. But what's her name um, at this point? Her name, her na- quote unquote name at this point is Athlock. Athlock. Which- <laughs> 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 um, again, That's what I kept Felicia thinking Day- the whole time. Because I, I am basic and watch commercials. <laughs> Felicia Day apparently thinks that Canari's um, names are just whatever improper noun they're doing at that moment. Like whatever thing they're doing. Um, yeah, but anyway, they're being real mean because she got demoted because she used to be a cool, cool assassin and now she just is a meat cutter or a trash picker upper. And they call or... her knife ears, which is... Yeah, okay. Yes. Can we talk about knife ears for, like, the rest of the podcast? <laughs> knife ear, like, singular, is a slur in the Dragon Age universe for an elf. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they... They use that here. They just mess it up a little, <laughs> which is also which is they're, okay. They're breaking just... a ton of tenets of the Cune in this conversation, and we'll circle back to that. But anyway, it's it's just like the clumsiest way of introducing like a prejudice. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't love the weight that Mudblood carries throughout the Harry Potter universe. And I'm sorry if I keep referring back to Harry Potter, but that is like you know your frame as, of as reference. Yeah. Basic people, I've read like one book, and it's Harry Potter. Um, and clearly Orson Scott card. Um, but I want to focus on Harry Potter cause it's the less problematic author, I guess. Um, it, it like, there was some weight thrown behind mud blood and not just like, we're going to say it once. And clearly you're supposed to know that it's a problem for these people. Like, it's just like the clumsiest way of introducing like, Oh, we don't like you. So here's a name that's supposed like, I, I guess like it is, it is a slur in dragon age. But it was just really weakly introduced because everyone we have seen up to this point was an elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, knife ears. And it's like, it seems to me like based on general fantasy literature and so far of what we've seen, I would think that elves are the predominant like race. Interestingly, but- in Dragon Age, um, elves are kept as slaves and like have kind of some allegorical elements in their whole backstory for like uh like uh like Jewish people like anti-semitism sure. and yeah okay sure uh, and, and I and I learned all of not all of that but I learned some of that from the title cards in episode 3 so I am yeah. well versed at how elves are treated <laughs> now that you've read that weird... three sentence title card yeah yeah <laughs> it was just a question. weird kind of thing of like are you trying to establish that there's a prejudice here or it's just, just like are these bitter humans what is the deal I think the real question would be is do you want to establish that here in this six minute episode or however long it is? Are we going to address the prejudice of this universe? Because they have a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. 
Also, Don't like worry, I said, they're going to try and cover all of it. <laughs> yeah, evidently they're going to cover so much ground, literally and figuratively. Um, but anyway, these dudes, this the is only very much against Kunari philosophy, yeah, everything that they're doing. And um, the, what they say is against Kunari philosophy too. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to talk about was I had in my notes for this scene what meat is hanging from the rafters because it is not any human like it is not an earth meat that I've ever seen and they it's talk made out about of how foam. They, yeah well it's just it's just so clearly like it's not beef it's not pork and they're like oh pig chopper or whatever and it's like that's not a pig no I don't it's know definitely pigs, not I don't know what pigs look like in uh, Dragon Age but that's not an earth pig you don't got no earth pigs in Dragon Age I know that yeah, much so no. far that was a big ass nug. That was one of like the nug mounts. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So Felicia Day is uh, has got a shitty job. She used to have a cool prestige job, and so this Canari guy comes up to her and he's like, "Hey, you've got a shitty job. Do you want your cool prestige job back? Uh, you got to go catch that uh, Sarabas guy, the guy who got out of prison." And she's like, "Rad, I'm on it. Prestige job. Here I come." Uh, so she tracks and. Catches this human guy who escaped at the same time that uh, Sarabas got out. Um, and she meets up with this dude in this terrible foam armor named Cairn. And uh, they, like, Talus is cooler and better at knives and does sweet flips. And so the dude tells her where Sarabas went and doesn't tell Cairn because Cairn's not cool, you know. Um, and then there's a couple weird lines where she asks him about Andraste. We'll circle back around to that. Um, uh, and, and I'll anyway. say here, I'll say here, um, Talus, Felicia Day's character, calls Karen plate mail, which is a much better, like, she, the way that she delivers it is a much better way of delivering a derogatory term. Especially since he's not, in fact, wearing plate mail. Like, she's, I, I, <laughs> Pray to God that she's making fun of his plate mail. Anyway. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Although, since it was we're, very talking about, we're talking about how poor his plate mail was, her outfit was very well done. It looks yeah, just like she's it the did cool in the game. main character. This, this show has the most inconsistent costuming and makeup I've ever seen in the show. Some characters look absolutely fantastic. I think some people brought their own LARP shit from home. And then some people look very bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is like going to a LARP and seeing some people in, like, mm -hmm. khaki shorts. And some people in, like, historically accurate plate mail, which mm -hmm. can happen. But it's just weird to see that on a TV show. I feel like this should be called Dragon Age Inconsistency. I think that is a better name for this web series. Because okay. it's like, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it is very inconsistent. Some of the, very acting, is, some of the acting is phenomenal, mm -hmm. and some of it is very cardboard. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, uh, mm -hmm. I actually, so Felicia's lines are not good, but um, she's not bad. The Templar guy is not bad. And no, the, I disagree. Um, really? I dislike I, the Templar guy. I think he's very bad. <laughs> Uh, and was, the Reaver, wooden, the yeah. Reaver lady was good. The Reaver is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, she, she is was, the best yeah. character. She was on the my show. favorite part of the show. She did um, great. I thought Felicia Day had the worst lines, honestly. Real quick, what's everyone drinking? Um, oh yeah, let's take a minute. Uh, I'm drinking Dogfish Head 60 Minute IPA. How many drinks have you had? This is my second one. 
You did a shot too, though, right? I did a shot, yeah. Okay, so that didn't count. That's only that's only a shot. It's only a tiny bit. <laughs> okay. Um, I've had two beers, three shots, and I'm working on a whiskey right now. Wow. Okay. It's a good thing I'm the one explaining what's going on. Oh yeah, I'm, I'd be fucking lost. Isn't Kim, it good? Isn't the whiskey good? This is my whiskey, not your whiskey. Oh, yeah. so it's not as good. It's not as good. I'm drinking a cinnamon cider. And I've got a rum with some sour cherries in it right here on the table for what when I you, finish. What have you had before this? This is it. This is all I've had so far. You had a beer before that, though, haven't you? Nope, this is oh, it. Oh, get drunk, Kim. <laughs> we have a, a, a reputation to maintain. Mm-hmm. Peer pressure people. the podcast. I was told this was going to be a long podcast. It might be. We'll see how far we get. It depends Ronnie, how fucked up we get, <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking, it's a, a beer made by the Brooklyn Brewery called... The Stonewall Inn IPA. Ooh. It's a beer that I got today specifically because it You're talking uh, to is a sponsor and gives back to the Stonewall Inn initiative. Fuck yeah. Um, and it's in a rainbow bottle. So I can be a I love I it. could be an ally and everyone can know it. Because yeah. that's how allies do. Uh, that is how allies the, do. You gotta advertise it, it or else how will you know if you're not speaking over gays? How will all of the gay people know that I'm on their team? How will the hobos digging through your trash know that you're an ally unless you drink exactly. a beer? Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of homos digging through trash, Evan, get back to Dragon Age Redemption while uh, I go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, so um, this guy, Karen, this Templar guy with the bad armor and Felicia Day are looking for the same guy. They were sent by different people to look for the same guy. Uh, that's the end of episode one. Episode two, intro text. Again, there's going to be intro text on every episode for All no the reason. episodes. It becomes incredibly redundant after a while because there's so much exposition in the rushed conversations. But there's, there, by God, that is the one thing that is consistent. There sure is intro text and it sure is in Bleeding Cowboys font. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, intro texts. Uh, explains how elves are treated like shit, and how Dalish elves are the nomad ones. And, like, guys, I know these are short episodes, and there's a limited budget, but surely, surely some of this could be, could have been done through dialogue, especially since, like, they're featuring elves so heavily. Come on. Or uh, even, like, 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 like Andy said earlier, like, a Star Wars crawl is a good way of doing this. Like, the f- someone like you have to go on and see just like the way that they do these opening title cards. There's like four lines, and then it disappears, and, shrink, and then there's a new dun, blood dun, splatter. Yeah, <laughs> more blood splatter and more lines, and it's just like just do one like th- or just like hat like the show starts off with Felicia Day doing voiceover, and it's a little bit like melodramatic, but it kind of works with the with the format. Like at least that's this easier kind to of follow. like we just this is where I feel like Bioware got into it because I feel like Felicia Day was just like I'm just gonna do a thing. I don't really care if it's like completely like canon to everything or if it's like completely accurate. I'm just gonna do my thing, and Bioware is like, oh, no, no, no. We have to make the sure the title that cards. The title cards aren't even like properly canon either. Like they right. they aren't consistent with canon either. Right. So like, and it's just, like I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I know. just don't know who this show is for. Like who are they? Because it, they didn't make it for me. Because there's so much that I have no idea what's going on. They didn't make it for Kim because like they have mm-hmm. to like spoon feed you everything the entire way through, and they do a bad job of it. Yeah. 
Very frustrating. <laughs> Bad show, guys. Bad show. I'm not sure who... I I think the target audience might have been people who are fans of Felicia Day who are familiar with Dragon Age. That's fair. That's fair. And this came out after Dragon Age 2, is that correct? That it, is, yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, it I think that's what I read. At the same time as the DLC, which features Felicia Day's character. Got you. So Felicia Day was in the actual video game. Mm-hmm, she right. voice acted a character in a DLC. This so a little bit of like a marketing though, thing. Right? Yes, this specific Yes, this character. very character. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Yeah. Talus and Cairn, they're in the same general vicinity now, and they bitch at each other a little bit about the Chantry, and then they're like, meh, your religion sucks. Eh, your religion sucks. Eh. And Talus, like, clearly wants to bone this dude. Um, okay. Uh, and then they separate for, like, two minutes, and then they independent- independently find their way to the same Dalish camp. Um, weirdly, the Dalish elves are... Like, real mad at Cairn, but, uh, like, they're just fine with Talus being there, even though she's not a member of their clan, I guess, because, like, they're all elves. That's not how elves in Dragon Age work, though. But anyway. Yeah, um, can I take a moment to address that? Yeah. That, that really please bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> I have more notes, but please go. <laughs> she is very much stated that in the past she was a slave. She's part of the Kuhn. The Dalish wouldn't just, like, let her waltz into her, their camp and, like, welcome her with open ars- arms. To, to them, she would be, like, an outsider and someone who's, like, forgotten the true way of the elven and stuff. So Yeah, they would probably treat her worse than the human guy, to be <laughs> honest with you. But, like, no, she turns up and, like, oh, you got pointy ears, too? Cool. You're part of the club. That's very much not how it works. But anyway. Did you um, mention how they mixed up Adraste and the Maker? Did you, did I I said we would come back to it. We would come back to it. Okay. Do you want to talk about? <laughs> okay. So there's a bit where uh, Felicia Day is about to kill that guy that she was tracking, and she's like, "Your God's called Andraste, right?" And he's like, "Yes, she's beautiful and strong." And Felicia Day is like, "Cool, say hi to her for me or whatever." Okay. The Andraste is not a god, and anyone who follows, like. Anyone who's involved in the Chantry in any way would know that. So it would be acceptable that, like, Felicia Day, Talus, Felicia Day's character, being that she follows the Kuhn, doesn't know that much about uh, Andraste, but a dude who's part of that religion would be like, no, what are you talking about? Andraste's not a god. Like... It only bothers me because it's a great example of one of those weird writing mistakes they make in the series that anyone who watches it that is a fan of the game says, or it's even only played like one game, you you can point it out and you can you can notice it and it it just takes you out of it for anyone who's like really invested in the media. So it's yeah. just strange that they didn't have someone just like go over this like script and just be like, oh wait, hold on a second. Well, That's- it's strange. It's strange because they make such an emphasis on it because there is so much damn dialogue during this four minute fight scene. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're having like full on like conversations while she is like taking two blades to a, a weird dude's neck. Like mm-hmm. if, if if this was just a fight and they were having the conversation later, like it would be like, oh, they got that wrong. But it's like. It's the ending point of the episode of like, oh, say hi to Andraste for me. A swish. This <laughs> longest credits I've ever seen for a web series ever. Like, that's like hard cut. 
<laughs> to to compare it to something else, it would be like saying to uh, a Muslim person, like, say hi to Muhammad. We're like, Muhammad's just the prophet. It's not Allah. Or saying to a Christian person, like, oh, like the Virgin Mary. Like, no, like Jesus or God is their God. Yeah, Andraste not- is is like very important to their philosophy, but it's not it, like, it's, it's not, not their, their deity. Their, their deity is the maker. And Andy, can I, I long for a version of this where you are the person being killed where they're like, Oh, say hello to Isaiah. And you're like, well, Isaiah just had a prophecy and it's really debated about whether or not that was about the son of God. It's, it's really Christians have co-opted Isaiah's teaching to to refer to Jesus. But if you talk to a Jewish person, and actually, if you actually look at the Islamic writings connected to Isaiah, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I want that version of this scene. <laughs> um. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, they're fine with Talus, even though she's literally as culturally different from them as it is possible to be in this universe. Um, and so, she robs them! She, Motherfucker! I'm getting to that. She's about to rob them. She's about to rob <laughs> these poor people who have... Okay, um, uh, Sarabas and his crew have, uh, like, sacked this whole encampment They've killed a bunch of people, they've burned a bunch of shit, and they took this important artifact called the Mask of Ben-Harel, which, um, like, uh, oh, they also kidnapped the girlfriend of this little boy child named, um, uh, Josmael, and I say that he's a little boy because, like, there's no way he's more than, like, 14. He doesn't have face tattoos, which is a thing. Um, so he's, like, they're telegraphing to us that he's a child. Um, so that's real weird. Yeah. Um, 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 um. Also, that you have the whole like promised betrothed thing. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't that's... think that's a thing that ever happens yeah. in Dragon Age. That that just... like we were born on the same day, so we're betrothed. Yeah. Oh, that's a very strange thing uh, to bring the, in. The elf in Origins has a uh, prearranged marriage, but they were not a Dalish. They were a city elf. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it's a Dalish thing. Yeah, that's the thing that the city elves do to like keep their culture like inclusive yeah yeah anyway back to redemption uh the the mask of fenharel is kind of interesting because that's like the first we hear about fenharel really and it's like he's a major spoiler spoiler spoilers uh there's a major thing in Dragon Age Inquisition about Fen'Harel. It's Solus. Solus is Fen'Harel. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers so you. many times. It's Solus. Solus is Fen'Harel. The Dreadwolf. Um, but... <laughs> the Rebel Wolf. Yeah, anyway, He's got a lot of wolf names. Anyway, uh, so Dalish Camp burned to the ground. Uh, Talus and Cairn. because he drank a Okay. Uh, very predictably <laughs> decide to team up and find Sarabas and the wee lad Josmael, who's a mage. Uh, he decides to tag along so he can find his girlfriend. And everyone acts super surprised that he's a mage, but they had already talked about he's how he, like he's first to the keeper, so that they should have known he's a mage. Um, oh, can we just mention for a, a quick, quick second how the Templar dude assumes their keeper is a dude? I just I just have to bring that up because it bothered me slightly. It's fine. You can yeah. continue. The, the keeper, the keepers. No, the, the keeper doesn't show up at all. Like no, the, the keeper is the bearded elf that was being tortured at the beginning. No, that's just Mel's uncle. Fuck Wait, me, I don't know what's going on. Is his uncle the keeper? 
I his they, uncle I, like taught him how to do magic. Is that what a keeper is? They that is the, what a keeper would do. They mentioned how do you like how did you know the thing? And it was like oh because the keeper was the one being tortured. Okay, oh, maybe they were the same maybe. person, but they did not yeah. make this clear in the show. <laughs> I assumed that they were. I also. I understood it completely. <laughs> okay, Andy. Job, you mean Andy. the show was inconsistent about something? I can't hear oh, Ronnie. Oh, it is inconsistent. Good job, Ronnie. <laughs> okay, so um, the the keeper is like the the mage, like spiritual leader of a Dalish clan. Basically, it's always a mage, and they're not necessarily like the like the social or political leader but they're they don't like, usually have beards yeah the elves don't have beards in dragon age guys fyi but anyway don't have beards in anything i was yeah. gonna say unless you're like a christmas elf you don't really get a beard at all <laughs> mm-hmm. and even those those then that, those are like de facto gnomes at that point do any yeah. of the cookie elves have beards no Keebler not elves. as far as i know did you just call them the cookie elves? Yeah, what about the shoe elves? Shoe elves definitely have beards. But oh, I right. feel like the I feel like the Keebler elves are more like dwarves in the sense of like Snow White and the Seven of them. And they, they're, they're making they're making things. shit. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh yeah, so we lad Josmael decides to join them on their quest. Uh that's the end of episode two. Episode three. Oh, <laughs> more intro text. No, babe. You gotta what? mention the stabbing. That happens in episode three. Oh, never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, the stabbing. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, major world building elements described through this here intro text. Um, I have in my notes here. Uh, only two types of people have ever watched this and are ever going to watch it, Dragon Age fans and Felicia Day fans, so 75% of the audience doesn't need the intro text and the other 25%, 25% doesn't care about the intro text. <laughs> that was my thought at the time. That's Agreed. a very good Agreed. thought, dear. You're, you're smart. It makes Succinct. sense. Succinct. Are you okay, Andy? You're, I'm a little bit drunk. You, I'm also, yeah, let's take a minute and be all. everyone be concerned about Andy. Andy, Andy has removed themselves the from the from the the recording area. I'm good. If I sit up, I get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy went too hard. Andy, um, uh, it, Andy we are. Yourself. Well, this I is was gonna Dragon Age Redemption's fault. I was gonna <laughs> say Felicia we're only like Day's fault. It's not Felicia no, Day's don't fault. Blame it's it on Felicia don't Day. put this on Felicia Day. Okay. Do not put this right. on her. Don't put this evil on her, Ricky Bobby. Oh, okay. I love everyone in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the intro text to episode three. It explains how Templars exist to keep the mages who can control their powers in check and to hunt down and kill the mages who are possessed or who are bad. Fuck the Chantry, and mage rights. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck the Chantry. Um, Andrews didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Andrews didn't do anything wrong. Anyway. All right, debatable. <laughs> He's a good um, boy. So, uh, look, there's a Templar on the show, and the whole conceit of the show is hunting down and killing a mage. There is no reason that they could not have discussed this in dialogue. This was totally pointless intro text. It's the intro text is getting increasingly pointless. <laughs> so, um so uh, yeah. Okay, here we are hunting the mage and then Karen showed up. He's hunting the mage, mage hunting. Oh, about um, mage hunting. They <laughs> carry they carry a phylactery with them, which f- for I'm not sure if they explain this in any They do they explain don't. it in one of the intro texts, don't they? 
I don't remember anything about the phylactery being explained. Anyway, please explain the phylactery. Ronnie, a phylactery is blood Mm -hmm. they take from a mage, which Uh they cast magic on in order to to track that mage. So from then on, they can use this. It's a practice that the circles do, which is like the organizations that house the mages. And they... They essentially use it like a locator beacon, so as long as, like, a Templar is holding it, it'll glow as they get, like, nearer towards the mage they're looking for. I find it a little amusing that um, the Templar, like, holds the phylactery and kind of uses it like a compass. He's always just, like, staring at it, like it's pointing him in the direction. Or, like, he's he at one point uses it to, like, turn off the Cerebus's magic or something. Yeah, that's... So. I- Okay. It's very, I mean, that's, I, that's like the thing in like a comic or a TV show or something like, like in the game. Yes. Like, oh, it glows when you're close. That's the thing that I would expect, like some like deeper media to like explain like, oh, no, it has this nuance and that nuance. But my, my boy Card or Karen or whatever his name is just seems so confront count. He seems so confused the whole time by it. He doesn't know how to use it. He doesn't know what it is. <laughs> you know, in his defense, he is a Templar, and it is the enchanters of the circle who make the phylacteries. So maybe he did have no idea what he was doing, he's, and that's technically in canon. He's shaking it like an old Ikea phone. Like, he's trying to, like, find the signal. <laughs> he's like, you say Ikea phone? Did you say did, Ikea phone? Did you Ikea 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 phone? <laughs> Fuck everyone. I hate everyone on this podcast right now. But he, he's... He's trying to get a signal, and he, he he's a bad actor. I I don't think we're ever going to have him on the podcast. We're too small to get this dude, but he's a bad we've actor. Gotten, we've gotten better actors than small. him on the show. That's, we yeah. have. That's mean. We I got mean, this fucking guy- L. Ellie, and they're amazing. Ellie is cool. I All right, think Ellie's you guys are great. being a little hard on this guy. I, I thought he did. I was going to say, you, you guys are being mean. It's, and his armor was not of, his fault. He almost certainly did not make it himself. It's not his fault, but he. I was so distracted every time he was talking. I'm kind <laughs> of on Team <laughs> Andy for this. So like, bad. it was so... Like, why could... Like, okay, so, so real quick break. Why <laughs> everyone was so... Floydy toity and dramatic, except for Talis, except for Felicia Day, who was like so casual and modern in the way that that with she spoke. Why was everybody so dramatic and faux British, except for Felicia Day? Why was I she mean, the only one who was allowed to be like, yeah, I'm super cool. I don't have to be British like the rest of you. I don't think Josmail had an accent. I guess elves don't have accents. Josmail definitely had some kind of an accent. Or I at think least, he like, just is bad as, at talking. I don't think that I was think an accent. I think it was just a... Like, but he like, was a bad actor. Sorry. Okay, if not Joss British, Mael. then just like a very like, oh, this is how I speak. And, and the elves... <laughs> My people do, and Taos is just like, yeah, four twenty, right? Like, blaze all day. Like, like she was such a like just a modern like hip person, and like it would have worked for me if the only person who was like very like proper was the the um, Templar, and because it was like you know they they are very specifically following the the religion or whatever the what are they called the chantry. The Chantry. Mm -hmm. And everyone else was just like, well, fuck this guy. But no, like, everyone was like, whoa, ha, 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 ha. And Felicia Day was just like, I'm too cool for all this shit. Like, 
that would have worked so much. Like I enjoyed her bits. I enjoyed her parts of it. Her, her, if not her lines then her delivery at least, but it was so out of place from everything else. Okay. Let's, Let's carry on. Her her dialect and her dialogue are sort of in tune with what she has in Dragon Age 2. Like she very much stays in character and uh, consistent with what is in the okay. DLC that she's also in. She's very <laughs> much like a self-insert OC. She's yeah. got all the sure. cool lines and makes all sure. of the clever deductions. Right. And, and, I, <laughs> and I guess it doesn't really matter because Felicia Day is writing all of it. But it's like, is the DLC based off of this show or is this show based off the DLC? The, the show, show is, is based off yeah. the DLC. Like, okay. If anyone hasn't played it and has played Dragon Age 2, I would recommend it because it actually is a very fun DLC <laughs> If anyone likes Felicia Day or just wants some like fun Dragon Age two can content, can you romance her? Yeah, you can romance her. She's is a romance she, option. Is she straight or is she bi? She's like, bi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love okay. Dragon I Age like I is. like lighthearted Dragon Age content. I like lighthearted content for any of my RPG games. And I kind of wish this show had kept that lighthearted feel that that DLC has, because I think it really would have worked here, because, like, because they don't have, like, a huge budget, and a lot of them are doing this as a passion project, I think some, like, lighthearted, more, like, comedic stuff would have tr- come through really well, Yeah, you know? but they were yeah. trying to be so they serious were trying to be and real so dramatic, dramatic. And touch on Except- all these serious topics. Except for Felicia Day, who was very comfortable, clearly writing her own jokes and writing her mm-hmm. own like little bits that everyone had to respond to in such a oh such talk kind of way. Mm-hmm. She's the only cool one. That's how OC exactly, work. which I'm okay with because she, I have to imagine, is the only cool one. But <laughs> okay, everyone at Dragon Age Two is cool. Okay, but okay. this is not Dragon Age no, Two, this, darling. This is the show. This is the show this is that we're Dragon watching. Age. Uh, in inconsistent. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So the upon uh the wee baby Jasmel, like telling everyone he's a mage, Karen freaks out because his job is mage hunting. We've discussed this already. That's the whole conceit. This of the is show. the craziest mage shit hunting. I've ever seen. This is the craziest shit. Um, and then Talos is like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> I have typed in my notes in large letters. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> Talos is like, no, no, wait. He's a mage. He's a healing mage. And then she fucking stabs him in the chest. Just like stabs. Okay. Right he, in the tummy. Right in she the. She hurls, hurls a knife at him. This tiny child. It is child, not a knife. It is a, like, a, a it is, a, it is huge. It is bigger than even a dagger. It is it is it's it is a, large a sword dagger. just with some like little like elf shit on it. Yeah. Which are very well made and they look just like the ones in the DLC. Yeah, the prop the prop her, her sword her her <laughs> knife swords are cool because she's the only cool one. We've discussed this. She's the only good one with like the cool lines and this the only poor one. Poor child though. Okay. His parents and her signed a permission slip for him to get stabbed by no. this angry elf lady. Also, and she- magic is hard in Dragon Age. Magic is like has consequences and is difficult and like do, like you, healing magic is hard when you do not have a knife sticking out of your own <laughs> chest. Right. And like she was high key totally fine with a scenario where this kid just dies. And like she even she if pulled- he wasn't human. 
Yeah. As she walks away from this scene, like she kind of flashes the knife that is covered in blood. There is a good like 10, 11, 12 inches of blood on this knife. That is that is way deeper than this boy is. This this boy does not have 12 inches of depth in, in him. He don't got 12 inches of blood in his chest. She, she gutted this boy all the way through and then some. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, like, she definitely was just up and making him vulnerable to demonic right. possession and stuff. And, like, so, that's not... Uh, so let's not let's cool. let's backtrack real quick over what Felicia Head Day has done so far in this episode. She has beaten up some dudes in a in what we have to assume is a pig freezer or whatever. It's a pig freezer. She, <laughs> she has it, she has killed killed a man after being like, "Hey, say hello to your kind of god for me." Um, she has robbed a like merchant. Uh, caravan after line. they were just massacred by after like they were just massacred everything they and owned then, was burned and many many people were killed and right. a young girl was kidnapped and she robs them right and then she takes away their future leader and is like I want to see if you could do magic step 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 <laughs> why why Ed, and, and this is a question for everybody but specifically Evan why are we supposed to like Felicia Day in this show because she's cooler and She's cool. She's got the cool knives and the good costume. She, yeah, that's fair. And, and she, she has the better like lines than everybody being. else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in in the DLC, she's portrayed as morally ambiguous, but she she spoiler she sort of tricks you into helping her do semi good deeds debatably. So she's never like a purely good character, but. Considering she's the protagonist in this specific thing. Sure. Yeah, they should have maybe had her not stab people and rob them. And, yeah. And, right. Yeah, yeah. Or or just maybe, like, establish, like, oh, we're going to be following this character who isn't entirely, like, morally... Which know. can be fun. Yeah, but that can be fun. It, they did not do it right. Okay, <laughs> right. okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, remember the beardy elf at the beginning, the one that Cerebus was torturing in episode one? Yeah, okay. He's, uh... Wait, I forget all about Cerebus, because it's been so damn long since we've heard about this person. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. He's the bad guy played by Doug Jones at the beginning. The scary, gray, horny guy. Nails. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, that dude that this bad guy was torturing right at the beginning, way back at the beginning, the elf with the beard, yeah, he's wavy, wee baby Joss Mel's uncle. And that's how Cerebus knew how to find the Fenharel mask, which is important to him. And Talus is the one who figures this out because she's smarter and cooler and has better lines than Karen. Um, so they find uh, Cerebus doing an evil guy monologue. He's in a cave. He's whipping up some blood magic using, obviously, Joss Mail's girlfriend's blood because, like you do. Don't um, do blood magic, kids. It's Incidentally, look, incidentally, he doesn't kill her. Debatably. He just gives her a little he just gives her a little boo-boo and Joss Mail flips his shit. Like I could understand him flipping his shit if the guy killed the girl, if Cerebus killed her, but Joss Mail flips shit and then they have a fight in this cave because he gives them away cuz he flips out. Um and the fight is not choreographed too badly actually, but it's mm-hmm. very dark and you cannot see shit that is happening. Um, the mm-hmm. yeah, I think the fight choreography on this whole series is like not the worst. Yeah, it is yeah, just I like felt the same way. Made worse by yes, the lighting in this entire series is abysmal, and also 
much like the title cards, there's some weird blood spatter yes, that just yes, makes it yes. way, way worse. <laughs> it is very true to Dragon Age. Okay, so like fair. in the game, like granted the game is like, it's a 3D like animation though, there's like blood splatter, but it's like they used literally the same 3D blood splatter animation from the game and just like sprinkled it into the show. Also, just like the game, as soon as the fight is done, and you're in a new scene, the blood has gone magically. Not if yeah. you play Origins, it's not. <laughs> I um I was in a dialogue with Isabella last night where uh <laughs> the blood splatter stayed and uh how it like had hit her, it was in her mouth. So like <laughs> half of her teeth were red and like covered in blood. And I was just like, Oh, you don't know where that's been though. <laughs> These were like hired mercenaries. Oh no. Uh, Go see a doctor. <laughs> it went in your mouth. Okay, but what what bothers me more than the blood splatter effects actually is that squishy stabby uh like stock noise that they use for the stabbing, <laughs> that squishing noise that it makes. Squishing. It's bad. Squish shing squish. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because your sword should always sound the same coming out of anything, whether it is a scabbard or a sheath or somebody's throat. It should yeah. always have a good cling cling. I also want to um, point out that uh, the two Asian assassins are very clearly like ninjas. Yeah, they're the martial artists, and it like, feels a little go. bit racist. Yeah, maybe very much so. Yeah, there isn't like a monk class in. Uh, Dragon Age even. Like, there is not, like, a martial artist class, so that really kind of felt weird. It just really stood out in um, Dragon Age that they had, like, they had ninjas in this. It, yeah. it felt real weird. It's a little weird that, given that they put so much emphasis on Reavers, which are, like, a subclass in Dragon Age, why they didn't tell, like, these two actors, like, oh, you're gonna be, like, Berserkers, because that's, like, a subclass in Dragon Age yeah. of people that actually exist. So, like, that'd be cool. You know, give them, like, a interesting prompt. Also, some of the the in the fight scenes you see like very specific moves from the game which is one of my positives for this mm-hmm. like you see the the templar like do some templar shit you see the reaver do reaver shit and it feels really weird that they were like oh well you're asian just do you know some martial arts <laughs> just instead do a of flip. <laughs> instead of telling them to like you know i'm i'm assuming they're stunt professionals i'm sure they could mimic any of the fight styles from Dragon Age. Yeah, just show them a clip of, like, a 3D model doing the thing, and they can... Re- they can anyway. do it, yeah. yeah. But instead, they were like, oh, you're Asian. Just do some Asian shit. I think it was probably weird. more along the lines of, like, oh, you know how to do all this crazy martial arts? Do that. <laughs> yeah, but, like... Well, that is what That's happened, essentially but... what it is, is, oh, you're... you're you're Asian, just do some Asian shit. <laughs> like, it, it, and it felt super out of place. And I'm sure they had the talent to have mimicked you know, any of the, the, the classes, whether it be Rogue or mm-hmm. Reaver or Berserker, and it would have been cool to see more of the, you know, one of my pauses was, you see some people mimic moves from Dragon Age, it would have been cool to have, you know, the best fighty people doing fighty shit from Dragon Age. But instead it was, oh, oh yeah, just do some martial arts. Okay, so Cerebus gets away. Of he, course. He takes he takes Jasmail's uh, very inept girlfriend with him. Um, I do not know how she survived out in the Dales, because all she does is scream and stare at things. We'll, we'll um, find out her whole story. Yeah, Don't we'll, we'll get her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Cerebus causes an earthquake, and the good guys are now trapped in a cave with this one random lady. Um, and, okay, episode four now. 
this intro text explains Reverse. And, like, to be honest, I, I don't know that much about Reverse. But, I, um... I was a Reaver in Origins. It was a okay. good time. I have not played <laughs> Origins. This is, this is where the gap in my knowledge is. But, um, anyway, we actually, like, everything that we really need to know about this woman and her function, like, happened in dialogue. Because no. she's, she's, like, she's a mercenary, basically. Like, Cerebus yells at her to, like, earn your paycheck or whatever stab those guys stab some people her her job is to make money and stab people <laughs> um frankly like for the purpose of the show that's all we need to know about her really um and like if you know about dragon age you'll know what a reaver is and you don't need to have it explained to you but anyway so not only do they have that intro text about reavers but then later they also spend several lines of dialogue explaining how exactly she became a reaver, and so all the intro text is, is dumb, it's redundant. Yep. Um, just for reference, there they drank some dragon blood, and now they can use blood magic. Which, uh, like, it's not blood magic. It's, it's when? So wait, magic. what? When? When that happened? <laughs> See, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> You don't need to know that for the purpose of the show, but that's what... They drank dragon's blood? Yeah, now they can do blood magic. I mean, it's... Okay, Kim wants to quibble about what's technically blood magic, but they do <laughs> they do magic with blood. It's the most efficient type of blood magic, whatever they're doing, because honestly, like... Well, do Grey Wardens do magic? They drink Darkspawn blood, and then they gain powers from that. It's the same thing. Reavers drink dragon blood, and they gain powers from that. It's not necessarily magic. I, I don't think it's okay, but like drinking dark spawn, dark spawn blood just gives you a disease that also happens to give you some abilities. Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't think I have. I have it? taken a cruise ship far away from what we are talking about at this point. I have totally okay. lost it. The anyway. first half of that analogy, Kim, you 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 started speaking a special language in Dragon Age that I do not understand. Anyway, um, yeah, Neither here nor there. Blood magic is bad in Dragon Age unless you're into Venture, or and, you know you have an open mind. Yeah, look, honestly, blood magic's efficient. Okay, if you've got all this blood lying around anyway, you might as well use it for Ugh, something. Evan, you are such a Slytherin. I cannot even. No, with you. blood magic's so bad. Meryl uses blood magic. You love Meryl. I All do right. love her. She's adorable. Okay, back. We're talking about the show. She's such a good um, chef. She's such a show. good friend. So our mate. main guys, our main guys, they're stuck in this cave with this stabby woman. This, also, they give the poor mage so much shit in this. They keep beating the shit out of him. Yeah, he, he's like yeah. eight years old. So they like, like eighties they, high school movie bully him. Yeah, they, they do. He just lost. There just, is like some nonsensical stuff that happens that like. He like he is like knocked out, and they don't even address it. It's just like next episode, he's fine. Like it's just like <laughs> okay. literally, they just repeatedly take a shit on this poor mage boy. For sure. Okay, so mage rights, you know. Yeah, mage rights. rights with me. Yeah, mage rights. Mage rights. My friend made a really great shirt that said "Mage rights, fuck the chantry," and we're gonna share a link to it. Yeah, uh, it's a great shirt, and I I'm wearing it right now. Uh, okay. So, they're stuck in the cave, stabby woman, the stabby woman that service hired, and they're trying to, like, shake her down for information, because the thing that they were using to track him, the phylactery, that's broken now. Uh, so they're trying to shake her down, but she's all like, ooh, hit me again, because she, like, heals herself with blood magic. That's her whole deal. She's, um... She's a reaver! So, like, short-term, hurting her does nothing. 
Um, it's not blood magic. Look, it's, <laughs> it's magic that involves blood, okay? Um, and I think she might also want a bone talus, which, yeah, okay, cool. This party's getting kinky. She definitely um, wants to bone talus. There's some sexual, physical energy happening yeah. between the two of them. But she low-key wants to, I, I feel like, bone most of the cast of this show. Yeah, she there's some weird sexual very much so. tension she between has everyone that- except the wee baby Jossmile. It's that accent. It's um, very good. Anyway, uh, but just as a note, in this scene several times, you can very clearly see Karen's shitty metal armor, like, bending at the waist that he move- as he moves. <laughs> like, um, you can buy really good LARP armor for, like, 300 bucks. Like, they could have, like, what are you, what are you making that face at me for, Ronnie? <laughs> I'm just, just trying to keep up. There's so much going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> they could have uh, just left out the shitty magic special effects and made him better armor because his armor is in every single scene and it looks terrible. Like even for like 2009 or whatever, it looks terrible. All right. So Talus decides to just hire this stabby woman with money that she has stolen from Josmael's tribe, which as we've said, decimated everyone's suffering she steals all their money uh talus says that's fine because Josmel did a dumb and now they're trapped in a cage uh however he only did this dumb thing after she'd already stolen the money so like that's fine um <laughs> also she announces very loudly that she's paying stabby lady like 20 times her usual rate. So not only did she steal from a camp of people um, who had fed and welcomed her, even though they were like, they were tearfully burying their dead and she's now massively overpaying some random lady just to fart their money away for no reason on purpose in front of this wee, wee baby lad. I feel (laughs) like all of this about like Talis stealing money from the Dalish was supposed to make her seem like, cool, like, she's a Han Solo type. No, and this is but also... If, if no. you know anything about Dragon Age and how elves are treated, like, it's not cool, it's just really sad. It's, yeah, it's, it's very sad. It's not like, oh, wow, she's edgy and, like, rebellious. It's like, oh, wow, she's abusing, like, the lowest on the totem pole, and it... Yeah, it's it, like stealing from a homeless person, basically. It it's, really bummed me out. Yeah. And I love Felicia Day, and I don't think she would do that. Shut up! This is, by the way, this thing, this is never resolved. It's not like she has a change of heart and, like, gives them the money back or something. No, no it's just gone forever now. This and, clan and, is gonna starve. And literally, they just got, like, fucking massacred, and she robbed mm-hmm. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been over this, but and, yes, I can tell you're very emotional And about the it. mage was like, that's all of our money. Yeah, he, she was just like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it's my money now. And he's like, no, Felicia you took it. Please stop screaming into the microphone. I'm not too. screaming. Is that water? No, that's the opposite of water. Andy, stop. 
I knew as soon as you set that down, Andy was going to... Okay. I'll is that wrong? It tastes so good. Keep that away from Andy. Andy's had... Andy, I, I, I am never going to be a parent type. I believe that you have had enough. <laughs> no, everything's fine. No one else is drunk, so I've got to carry this slide. We are drunk. <laughs> Stop. Slide. Babe, calm down. I'm okay. Just, You're fine. She stole You're fi- their... Listen, she I was kidding money. about you not having... You All have right. whatever you want. You're you're grown. <sighs> you're grown up. Um... I love you. Can I kiss you? Yeah. I love you. No. I'm fine. I promise. Okay. Okay. This is is where the line between morally ambiguous and morally a bad person is just like. Yeah, there's no no ambiguity here. She's just bad. She did it very bad. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay. So they dig out of the cave. They were trapped in a cave. They dig out of the cave. And the lady, the stabby lady, her name's Nyree. Um, she tells them where Cerebus is going and what his plan is because she was, like, working for him. She's going to rip open the veil and set loose an army of demons on the world, which is cool. Cool motive. Um, <laughs> Nairi gives, like, some commentary about, like, yeah, no shit he turned evil because the Canari treat mages like shit and also the Templars treat mages like shit and everybody treats mages like shit except into Vinter where they fucking love magic. They're just creaming their pants about magic. Um, but the in Tavincha, they still treat elves and canary like shit, though. Because they just suck. So, yeah. Um, yeah, cool motive, actually. Cerebus. Um, uh, Jossmail tells them about, like, a shortcut, and they're like, we got plenty of free time. Uh, so, so, they're chasing Cerebus. Like, yeah, this is fine. So they stop at a generic D&D tavern to get some food. Whoa, Kim, are you okay? Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, they stop at, like, generic tavern ink uh, to get some food. And Talos explains real incorrectly about how naming conventions work, which is not how they work. It was very frustrating. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, you you don't have a name. You've got a title. Okay, so let me just explain. Let me break this down, how Canary naming conventions work. Canary Society gives every person a number. It's basically like their social security number. That's your official identity, all right? And then you just get, you have a nickname. Like, that's what everybody calls you. And, like, sometimes it's related to your job, but it's more often related to, like, just kind of your personality and, like, the stuff that people know about you and stuff. And that's just, like, your casual nickname that everybody knows. For instance, Iron Bull in the Canary is called Hisrad, which means liar. Because he's very, very good at lying because he's a spy. Yeah, you'll notice that he's not called spy, though, because that's his job. That's his job. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Felicia Day just kind of didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, Felicia Day just thinks that whatever your your current job is, (laughs) is your name. And that's not how that works. Um, Okay. This dialogue here in the generic D&D inn is actually, um, like, pretty good. It's, like, mm-hmm. probably the best of the series thus far. You get better, like, character intros. Um, <coughs> Felicia Day explains how she got demoted, although, like, yeah, getting demoted's not a thing in the Kune. Um I love the Reaver bitching about the food. Yeah. That was very entertaining. Um, Every scene she's in, she kind of steals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very um, good. So Felicia Day was, like, on a cool mission... And she uh, freed some slaves, 
And they were like, mm, you didn't do a good job on that mission because that wasn't your objective. And so she got demoted. And then she flirts really aggressively with Karen. And it's like, I don't hate it, actually. Uh, like, I only hate it because Karen is so boring. <laughs> He's marginally handsome and is the boringest person I've ever known. I mean, yeah, well, that's how, like, when you're a Templar, I mean, when you're a Templar, some, boring is like your a personality trait that you have to have. That's sure. It's a good quality in a Templar. Yeah. Usually. Like Cullen, Cullen is the most boring romance option. That's not no. true. At hey, all. Yeah, he's a so poor drug addict. Cullen is fantastic. I waited three games to romance him, and I'm not just gonna listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a good boy. He's trying his hardest. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Evan, Cullen's doing his best out there. Cullen, um, Cullen definitely will not let you put a finger up his butt during sex. That's all I'm saying. Like, no, he might. No, he's, he never will. No, he's, he's so vanilla. He's, he's been a, through some shit. He's strictly a, a PNV sex kind of a guy. Uh, I don't think this is an option in the Dragon Age series. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised what's be, an option oh, in the Dragon Age series. Bioware's nasty. You get like the curtains on fire. <laughs> Bioware gets nasty with this uh, stuff. I believe oh, it. Oh, man. There's some stuff about your pubes in one of the sex scenes. Yeah. Um. Anyway. The, the Bioware knows what's fucking up. They get it. Um... So yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest, like, full disclosure, I don't hate this little romance subplot. Like, most Hollywood movies do it shittier than this one, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I'm gonna give them credit, like, I wasn't super invested, but I rarely am in romance. But yeah. I did appreciate that they tried to give them parallel backstories and motivations to give them actual real chemistry. Yep, I I, agree. I have to acknowledge that. I'd give them a B-. minus. That's, that's legit, that's fair. That's yeah. good. They got, yeah, like, like, an 81. The whole thing that they're, like, doing the whole time is, like, they're going to duel to see who gets possession of this Canary mage. And it's, like, that whole time is just, like, oh, I'm going to duel you. Yeah, you're going to duel me. Yeah, I'm going to. And it's just <laughs> the, the sexual tension is so, like, subtle but intense. And then it's just, like, oh, no, I just I just won't, I just won't fuck. And I love that the Reaver wants to fuck them both. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. So on the other hand, um, they go way, 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 way overboard with like this, I don't know if it's a steady cam or what, but like this camera like spinning around the table as people talk. Oh, it made me so dizzy. Okay, <laughs> for the first- like that? No, okay, let me explain. For the first two revolutions, it was actually very effective because they uh -huh. were like moving through exposition. We were like talking about backstories. We were like sort of focusing and then shifting and then focusing and then shifting on the people around the table. So like- Props, it was real effective for, like, the first two revolutions, but then they just kept doing it. The whole scene was just spinning and spinning, so and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning around the table. And I was like, oh, my God, when is, like, it reached a point where I was like, when is this going to be over? Please use any other framing device besides yeah. this, please. I've never begged for shot reverse shot so hard <laughs> in my life, but after the seventh revolution... I was begging for George Lucas to get in there with some prequels, <laughs> shot reverse shot. <laughs> what I'll so say bad. About, what all I'll I wanted was shot that. reverse shot, and it just Let's kept spinning. Let Ronnie, Let Ronnie talk. 
what I'll say about that is as much as I believe that most of the actors and most of like the high level production people on this project were Dragon Age fans and were, this was a passion project. I don't necessarily know that the director of photography was because I have to imagine they were just like, we're just going to do this same shot for a bunch of these scenes. There's no way all of this is important. There's no way they're going to use all of this. So, like, they'll use, like, the best two. We'll cut it with a couple of scenes of these, like, very clean-looking bad guys at other ta- at, the, at the two other tables in this entire inn. Um, and then it'll be done. But they were like, no, no, no. We need all this backstory. Because who knows if people are actually going to read the many, many titles cards we gave them at the beginning of this episode we need this exposition two things um okay so yeah the scene was not terrible um actually the dialogue was i that first bit of that camera technique was i but um anyway suddenly all the background people in the inn decide to stand up and get out weapons and adopt threatening poses for reasons that we the viewer could not not possibly fathom. Well, if Wait, you no. read the intro text, it explained that there's been a lot of wars <laughs> and that people are financially hurting and that the economy is in a slump, guys. It does not explain why, like, 12 people drew swords on our protagonist, but I think that's what it was supposed to be about. All it right. was a thing where, like, I didn't understand why they were. Standing up and fighting, yes. And then it occurred to me that I don't think I knew why anyone was doing anything on this show. <laughs> I wasn't very clear on the motivations of literally anyone. So it was kind of like, well, this at least feels like it fits. This half, at least feels like it fits within the show. Half of the props are very good and half of them are very bad. One of the worst ones is the hammer in this. There's a a black dude who's got a, like, very large hammer, and it is very silly looking. Yes. It's clearly very light. Yeah. Um, It's clearly made out of foam. It's like in a show when you can tell that the cup is empty as they're drinking out of it. He's just kind of twirling it in his hands uh, as if it's weightless, because it is, because it's foam. Yeah, it's made out of foam. It's like meant to be stone textured but it's made out of the- to, to counter this with a good prop though Travis Willingham of Critical Role fame what has punching gloves what and his punching Wait. gloves look real good stop stop Wait. yeah I, Travis I have Willingham stopped. was in this according to Kim I don't yeah. know if it's true or not but Kim knows oh. their shit I, I did in fact notice this if, for all you critters out there if you want to get excited about the Travis Willingham scene it's only about like a second or two long and he's got some punchy gloves and they look real cool it's very hard to notice everyone stop I'm looking at this I'm I'm looking this up right now I want to point out that I'm stop everything I want to point out that I'm a a strict tazzer and not a critter fuck critical role okay adventure zone I love both the adventure zone and critical role and all you listeners out there I've been shouted down apparently you don't have to pick one or the other you can love both I don't don't listen to critical role I would like, like to I like the idea of it and I also agree you don't have to pick both of these things can coexist they're both beautiful and wonderful I will say that critter, critters get Joe Mag- Magnola 
and he's very attractive, and yes. I love him very much because of how attractive he is. And good job, Critters. You got him. <laughs> and Travis is hot, too, but he's taken? Travis oh, Willingham is a daddy that I, that, that is, he's my favorite daddy. <laughs> he is a good daddy. <laughs> okay. He's a good, he's a recent daddy, but also a good one. Y'all continue with this weird Dragon Age Redemption thing. I'm going to be searching through this episode <laughs> for my good, good, my good, good, handsome, very, very big biceped man, Travis Willingham. And his punchy gloves. And his, his punchy, punchy gloves. Okay. He has I was going to say that the punchy gloves guy, it seemed like they that was one of the props that somebody gloves. brought from home. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good. Contrasted and also, with like, the very bad invest- hammer, they're very good. Somebody should investigate the person who brought the punchy gloves from home because it I'm seems like wrong. they might be a murderer. But if it's Travis Willingham, he's not a murderer. I'm almost, I'm almost sure of it. Okay, episode five. Episode five. We are getting fucking wild with the intro text now because this one, this one here explains how the Chantry calendar works. Um, yeah, that was this weird. Text this is so bad. I had to pause for a minute and just like reflect. Like the first time I was watching this, I had to just stop. I stopped it and I was like, "How could this possibly be relevant to the story? How could the Chantry calendar and the workings thereof possibly be relevant to this episode?" I'm dying to figure it out. Um, Look, even as someone who is deeply invested in Dragon Age and who loves the Dragon Age games, I did not even bother to look up how the Chantry calendar actually worked until long after I had finished playing because it does not matter. Like, it has, like, it's cool if you're a nerd, but it has no fundamental importance to understanding the plot in any way. It's, um, it's more important in, like, Origins when the age is, like, new and it's just beginning. And I. I think this is my hypothesis that they inserted this text here. This is is this the fifth or the sixth episode text? This is the fifth. This is the fifth episode text. That they were trying to insinuate each each age is supposed to be like the dawn of something new. Like some sort of it's like the Dragon Age is called the Dragon Age because the dragons are back. So like maybe there's they're sort of like insinuating the dawn of like some other age with yeah, I don't know. Look, the uh, show ain't that fucking subtle, okay? Yeah, it's it's not, and I'm I'm real digging um, here, but yeah, you are you are really reaching. You're really mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. reaching around a lot. I don't of know, things. maybe like with the fade rifts and the they're foreshadowing, okay. heavy foreshadowing. But Dragon Age Inquisition, I know they're seeding some Dragon Age Inquisition mm-hmm. stuff. Dragon Age Inquisition maybe. still takes we, place. We don't know if that's true either. It seems like they are. I mean, it seems like they had some insider track knowledge. Yeah. But Dragon Age Inquisition does not take place at the beginning of a new age. Yeah, it like it still takes place yeah. in the Dragon Age. In fact, it's only like forty dragon or something like that. Yeah, it's a hundred years, and it's only a lot of dragon we're only left. halfway through the Dragon Age. <laughs> anyway, the, and the that's other- the thing that really took me out. That that took me out of it at the moment because it was like, oh, in the world of Dragon Age, they organize the time by ages, and it's like. 
well, then this, that, this is clearly the Dragon Age. Like, <laughs> what do you? The, the, the mystery is gone. Like, you have like removed the illusion. It would it would make sense if a dragon showed up in this episode. Sure, yeah, that would like, make a ton of sense. Yes, but yeah. they didn't have the budget for that, so I knew that yeah. wasn't going to happen. Maybe like, yeah, if they say text. like they call it Dragon Age because the dragons are back, like, oh shit, yeah, cool, yeah. a dragon. But um. Yeah, anyway, it, it's just, know. like, the intro text is just fun facts with Felicia Day now, um, yeah. is what's happening. Uh, besides that, the only other thing they say is, uh, BT-dubs mercenaries exist, but we already know that, because we got one in the party. Um, okay, they're in a generic D&D inn, they're being attacked for who knows why, uh, there's a not-the-strongest-fight scene of the series, it's, like, fun. none of the fight scenes are actually terrible. Like we said, the choreography's aight. Um, Nairi has some weird lines. Uh, it actually, like, her lines actually sound exactly like the combat voiceover in a video game where uh, the character, like, normally they're just making, like, Ugh! noises, and then they stop and they go, hey, that was a... Or, like, what... You know, they just got, like, a prefab line in there, like, that they do on a loop. That's what her lines sound like, which maybe was intentional, but, um, yeah. Uh, I have in my notes, it's like that one scene in the Doom movie where it suddenly becomes first person and you're watching a scene from the Doom video game, but with slightly better graphics. Like, I get what they're doing, but it's not good. Um, the whole thing feels very video, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I give it that. It feels like... Uh, uh, even like the intro title screen, it feels very like bad video gamey. Yeah. But like there's never been a good movie based on a video game product. Maybe you should aim a little higher. Stretch stretch those wings out. You know what I mean? Look, this was a YouTube web series. I don't think there was anywhere higher that they were gonna go. But um, I don't know. Okay. Beat they beat the shit out of everybody. There's lots of those bad blood spatter effects. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and they're leaving the inn and they're like, hey, how'd those motherfuckers find us? And why are they, why are they trying to kill us? And the wee baby Jossmail is like, oh, I found this note from my girlfriend outside the cave. And she was like, I escaped. I'll meet you at the inn. And that's why I said we should go this way. And look, like, how fucking dumb can you be? Like, I, like, I know that you're like eight or whatever, but come on. Also, they beat the shit out of him again. And I, I don't like how much they bully this little. Okay, also, but to wasn't be fair, Alice's idea to go to the inn. Uh, she did push she, for it. He yeah. suggested it, and she was immediately like, "Yeah, let's get some food. We got fucking all the time in the world. Who cares? Uh, I'm cool. I'm the cool character." Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring up too that the bitch Templar beat up Travis Willingham. There's no way. I, I, I don't want to be that person. I don't know that this is Travis Willingham. Let's IMDb this bitch. IMDb it, because the credits, I think, the credits, I think, are the same for every single episode, but they're listed in order of appearance, so it's, like, not not the best credits, not the best (laughs) informational role there. Um... Look it up. I hope it would be a very like young, scraggly Travis Willingham, which this is 2011, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would, it's um, a young- shit, he has 350 acting credits. Fuck me. <laughs> okay, I just, I just got a great. Hang on, let me, let me. I just got a what great like this? look at him. The great fucking mystery was Travis Willingham in Dragon Age Redemption. Someone just tweet oh, at him right now. I'm gonna start a podcast about it. 
spot Travis Willingham. This is Travis this Willingham is be our cereal. Jesus, this keep. man doesn't stop working. He's a good voice paying actor. That, paying the IRS. Everyone in Critical Role uh, is a great voice actor. I love all Oh, they are very good. Y'all should watch Critical Role. What are yeah, you I doing? I don't have to. This is an Adventure Zone podcast. God no. damn it. This now is not there are an equal number of critters and adventurers. Oh, so. he's in the Old Republic. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's let's. Care. You guys can keep looking at that. Yeah. But like, I right. have been doing this for the past ten minutes. Andy, join me, and everyone else could talk about this show. He's in Thor. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so Karen, the Templar, the foam armor is like, hey, look, wee baby Jossmel. Uh, I know that you're not like evil or possessed or anything, but you're literally so dumb that I'm making the executive Templar decision to stab you. And then is like, uh, you actually can't kill him for being dumb because it's your fault Cerebus escaped. I saw you all up in that prison trying to secretly kill him. Surprise, bitch, you're the dumb one. So, um, yeah. Cere- it turns out we get some more exposition. Cerebus murdered Karen's family or whatever, and he's not actually there because the Chantry told him to go. He's there uh, for vengeance. Um, which is... Very convenient in the him and Talus boning later department. Um, because he's already, like, fucked up the Chantry, so, like, whatever. Um, so that has got nothing to do with not killing Jossmel for being dumb, though. He's still dumb. Uh, I guess Karen just kind of, like, distracted himself with angst for a second, so they decide not to kill Jossmel. But, um... Then, like, Jossmail runs off. Surprise, he's gone. Oh, no, he's gone. Um, and then Talus does an Andraste swear word, which is um, funny because she doesn't know who Andraste is. Uh, so, anyway. During, so, way round back, they mentioned the name Cassandra in the inn, and I was like, I know that. I know that name. Yeah. That's that's just I felt good about myself. <laughs> that's all I, I wanted understood to understood that reference. <laughs> that was in my, yeah, it was very Captain America about it. Very Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. 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 Are y'all like every single person besides me is currently looking at Travis, Travis Willingham. No, you don't right have now. to because I'm on the IMDB for this. Clearly IMDB is not giving you the answers you seek. Like no, everybody's I on just... IMDB. I'm done looking it up because I have, if you look in the chat for the Skype call that we're on, I've just posted an image of, of my, uh, my good, good knife gauntlets friend. Um, I think it's Travis Willingham. I think, I think that boy is <laughs> Travis Willingham. He's listed under stunts on the IMDb page, Travis Willingham. He is? Yep, for yeah. Dragon Age Redemption, he's listed under well, this, stunts. this character is if clearly not If he's listed on there, it was cl- he was clearly in that scene. Like, yes. there's no way yeah. that anybody who was on set did not appear on camera, because they only had, like, four Don't sets. I already tweeted at him. <laughs> tweeted at just, him. We're going to see if he tweets back. Live, live show, Andy's just... Tweeted at Travis Willingham asking. He's very attractive. He's a good looking man. He's a very attractive. He's a very good daddy. He's a very good barbarian. He's look, Ronnie. You keep saying daddy. Like I know that you mean father of a human baby, but daddy means something else, Ronnie. Daddy (laughs) means something else. No, I and and you know what? I'm definitely mean it both ways. (laughs) I don't think you mean it in a way like. 
your dad, though, which is another... No, no, I don't mean it that. Well, if Travis Willingham called me up and was like, hey, I'm looking to adopt some... No, that's not what your dad is, either. Fuck, Ronnie. We're going to teach you some things off camera. There's no camera. There's no camera, there's only a mic. We're going to explain it to you. Yeah, we're not going to, like, teach you, like, with a practicum. Um, Anyway, what do we fucking... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talos didn't Andraste swear. Um, Which is... Why is she swearing with Andraste? That's what I was... That's what I was just saying. She doesn't... I agree with you. Like, uh, how many... Four episodes ago, she didn't know who Andraste was, and now she's using Andraste swear words. Elves have their own swear words. Andraste... Like, that's... That's a, a chantry thing. You can do Andraste swears, like how you do Jesus swears or whatever. She did an Andraste swear. That's so dumb. Um, <laughs> so dumb. She didn't know who Andraste was. Anyway, uh, episode six, intro text. Intro text time. Time the for intro text. The, intro the last text. intro text, guys. We're almost over. Um, so this explains the fade and the veil, which is very important in Dragon Age Inquisition, but like much less important in other Dragon Ages. Um, which, but, like, oh, they could have so easily done this through, they almost, they actually did it, do it through exposition, because when Nairi was explaining the plan back in episode four, she, like, said what, um, what the veil and the fade was, and why it's bad, why his evil plan is bad. Um, if I may, Ronnie, since you, you are not familiar with Dragon Age, what do you think the veil and the fade is, based on what you've seen in this episode? Uh, based on the episode, or based on the crawl? Based, based on, like, based the... Based on all of it. No, it's the yeah, crawl. based yeah. on yeah. any, any information you could glean from this show. Like, what... The fate, the fate is, like, another realm through which the mage derived their I'm just reading off I, I like I just I remember <laughs> specifically this this particular title card very well the the fate is what they draw their magical power from are you saying at a fate great or cost fate? it's fade fate. like with a d it's fade the fade yes the fade I, I'm I mispronounced that's on me that's on okay. me not on the show okay. uh, the fade is like the other realm through which they are deriving their magical powers at a great cost because there's there be demons in them their fades um, and <laughs> the the what is the other the rift is the is that the other thing mm-hmm. the rift is the hole in it mm-hmm. yeah the rift is the hole that like can like you can get to the fade from. From this, the, from this earthly or from this dragon agely realm, <laughs> from this Thetis. Okay, I want to share a fun fact. I, I don't think you know this, Ronnie. So the the like Chances the war- are I do not. I have not known anything <laughs> for the past like hour and a half. So okay, try. so the the uh, the continent that Dragon Age takes place on is called Thetis. T H E D A S. The reason it's called that is because it was just an acronym for the Dragon Age setting. The DAS. <laughs> they were like is, using that in that notes real? or whatever. That's real. That's real. The DAS. Is that they were a using real it. thing you told me? As far as I know, that is a real factoid. And like they were just That's using not that. real. They were using it in notes and stuff, and they were like, actually, that looks like the name of a thing. I'd never heard that before, but I'd love for that to be true. That's delightful. Look, I mean. 
I'm not, I don't know everything, but I've heard this from reliable, like, sources in the past. No, that's fine. I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like the thing a game developer would do. Yeah, that that sounds like the kind of thing that would happen in the writing phase. Yeah. They would just go with it. Anywho, uh, Fade, Fade Rifts, Fade Rifts, uh... But all that was correct, Ronnie, so, like, kudos to the show, I guess, because if you found any of that information relevant and helpful in understanding the plot, I don't know, but, like... I guess they conveyed it well enough that you you understood that. Everyone text Travis Willingham and ask him <laughs> are if you he under was the, in this. Are you under the impression that we have Travis Willingham's everyone, like, phone number? Everyone if, text him and ask I him. If I had Travis Willingham's phone number, I would not text him. Everyone, oh fuck. Everyone tweet, <laughs> I said text. Everyone tweet <laughs> Travis Willingham and ask him if he was in this goddamn miniseries on YouTube. Hang on, I gotta pee. Everyone I ask already him. found the answer, so nobody has no, to ask ev- him. <laughs> Everyone ask him and tag ending pending in it. Alright, well, if... We're gonna get famous. If it helps, then please do. Everyone text... Ev- fuck. Everyone tweet him and ask. <laughs> okay, so Evan's in the bathroom. I'm in charge now. Oh, I'm gonna read his notes. No. Andy, I don't think that's how this works. I don't think you're the first mate of this ship at this current juncture. <laughs> I'm just showing you where we were. We were right here. Okay, so there's a fade. Fuck me. Fade in the family. <laughs> I haven't gotten into some theology on here. Uh, service plan back in episode four. Also, they could have... Shit, everything's blurry. You know, why do you have to edit all this? You're taking up so Ronnie's valuable time. The fade is the med- nonsense right now. Evan explains <laughs> the fade, the veil, You're and You're taking up Ronnie's valuable time with your nonsense. The <laughs> ending pending story. <laughs> <laughs> also, the veil can be affected by stuff. I, we already knew that because they already said... I do editing. I Jesus, you go to the bathroom so Ronnie. quick compared to me, babe. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real quick, quick peer. Okay. Um... I I explained that paragraph really well. Oh, thank you, you for gone. reading my notes verbatim. There was a par- there was Andy. You were reading. <laughs> I thought I was. Was I not? I didn't. I didn't notice any any. I don't know. Okay. What well, did you? All right. Just just go right right here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I did so good. So Jossmail ran off, and they catch up with Jossmail and Talus and Karn. Uh, are like, I want to kill Cerebus, but you gotta get Cerebus, and like, I guess, if she doesn't get Cerebus, she's like, permanently demoted to meet Chopper as opposed to, like, cool prestige assassin. And Karen is like, look, you're really shitty at your religion. Let's just run off and fuck. And she's like, yeah, okay, you're probably right. Um, I'm too much of a cool independent uh, free spirit for, like, fantasy communism, which is kind of what the Kuhn is. And they do a silly makeout at a bad time, but then Nyree is creepily staring at them, and then she attempts to sexually assault the wee baby Jossmail, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not chill with that at all. That was a real bad scene. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so strange. She's just like, wow, watching these two strangers make out is making me horny. Let me attack this this six-year-old boy. <laughs> he keeps getting younger the more you talk about it. 
are reavers generally super horny? Because that's what it seems like. That the I, reavers are just like it's um, been it's been too long. Reavers need, aren't generally, need some blood, and I need some horny. They're not generally horny, but they are. They are described as being like morally ambiguous. So, sure, take that as however you will. Ugh, Dragon Age and the morality police with yeah. their with their <laughs> ugh with their agenda. Uh, anyway, that was bad. Um, so Cerebus shows up to the this craft foam altar. It's stone textured, but it's very clearly made out of craft foam. Up in the mountains, and the good guys um, like sneak around to try to rescue Jossmail's girlfriend, and then, but his girlfriend is like, <laughs> "Surprise, bitch! Um, <laughs> I'm gonna betray you," which she then promptly does. And then they have to fight Cerebus's goons, which they were going to do anyway. Um, it's worth like, taking a moment to mention that this is Joss's girlfriend character. Yeah. Her entire story arc can be described just with, I was nothing until I was engaged to you, and then I got kidnapped and felt special. Now I want tons of power, so I'm going to betray you. And bring yeah. on the end of the yeah. world or something. Yeah, I wrote, wants. I wrote, and uh, yeah, so Jossmail's like, oh no, girlfriend, why have you betrayed me? And she's like, my life is real boring. <laughs> and, and I never wanted to marry you anyway. Also, blood magic is cool. And <laughs> uh, like maybe uh, Cerebus has some valid points about the treatment of mages. But ma- mainly she's just like, yeah, my life was boring and I don't want to marry you. See, also, would, blood magic, yeah. That would be more um, Blood magic is not cool. Blood magic's cool. Stay in school. It's debatable. Use, if you've got some blood lying around, which you do, it's in your body. If you've got some, just... Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's bad. Use your blood for your circulatory system, not for blood magic. See, um, if they had gone for, like, the she was joining him because she disagrees with the treatment of mages, and now, like, her betrothed has allied with a Templar and all this stuff. Like, that would all be completely legitimate. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's legit. That's Sarah Boss's motivation, and that would work for her. And I can't know. stress how drunk I am right now. Yeah, we know, babe. We You're not functioning. We're all very aware of it, Andy. Uh, okay. Yo, y'all bitches need to catch up. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm not there. I need to uh, do stuff Andy, you went to... Too hard, too fast. The dwarves drug dug too greedily and too deep. <laughs> they awoke an ancient power called Lyrium. Okay. 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 I'm just gonna Are you the I feel like you're the Balrog. I like a fellowship of the ring shit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna I put like my how you intertwined that into yeah. the Dragon Age lore. This Dragon that was Age nice. Okay. Yeah. There's been a lot of Dragon Age Harry Potter crossover. I appreciate some, some LOTR up in here. Okay. Um, so hang on. Yeah. Okay. So Cerebus. So close. Cerebus does some necromancy, which makes uh some actual zombies pop up out of the ground. Some casual necromancy. Which is weird, uh, because with a few specific exceptions, people in Thetis do not bury their dead for this exact reason. They burn them. Mm-hmm. They don't Especially bury in the south. Yeah. They don't. Uh. 
uh, I put Navara and the Dalish Elves don't burn people, and those are the only places I know of that don't burn people. But, yeah, specifically because they know mages can raise people from the dead, they don't bury people in the ground. So it's very weird that he was just like, oh yeah, there happened to be a bunch of people buried here. Um, I, I guess just some, like, oh yeah, no, they have headstones. Like, it's not even like it was just some randos died here. Like, they were buried on purpose. That was bad. You're a fucking nerd, babe, and I love you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just saying, like, I they believe didn't, you. Yeah, they didn't know some shit about Dragon mm-hmm. Age lore here. Like, yeah, yeah, there's headstones, and let's just raise some zombies. Okay, but every, mm-hmm. maybe not every mage, but lots of mages can do that, which is why they don't bury their dead in Dragon Age. Um, also because smart it's in Dragon of, Age. Well done, boys. Also because it's part of their religion with like the burning of the fire and stuff. So yeah. Also, you know, yeah, ne- necromancy is a thing that exists in a lot of places. Yeah, um, so it's all about those little details. Those little details. If they wanted to get the hardcore Dragon Age fans on board, they they had to fact check this shit. Yeah, they should have um, hired you. Y'all should have taken some commission. I didn't get into Dragon Age until after the show already existed. But anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Jossmail's girlfriend, whose name I don't fucking remember, it's not even relevant, like, who cares? Vina, Fila, Fina, Feeny? Feline. <laughs> um, anyway, she tries to stab him for some, and then, for some reason- I don't reason, know, she just pulls out a knife and is, like, talking about blood magic. Yeah. And, and then, she's like, I'm super horny for blood magic. And he's like, She's very no. horny for blood magic. Blood then, magic is bad. Blood magic's cool. It's bad. I mean, Stop being so horny uh, for it, Heaven. I it's know you're not are. debatable. Excuse it's me. bad. Okay, like, they, especially if you're a woman and, like, you menstruate, you can do so much blood magic. Yeah, like, you know, they never like to talk about that kind of shit in video games, but real talk, like, women would have such powerful blood magic. It'd yeah. be so convenient and easy for them. Yeah. They just don't want to accept that fact. Andy, Look, if I blood magic I, is a tool to fuck the patriarchy, I'm on board. <laughs> I was gonna say, because Andy, I really I hate the patriarchy. Team blood it's magic so over here. bad. Yeah, because you can Dude. use, okay, you oh, can use man, any I'm blood. S- I'm any so blood. Dizzy. You don't get. Th- it can be th- your own, it can be someone else's. The power does not come from, like, killing a guy or whatever. Just any blood that you I'm, have handy, any blood that happens to be around. I'm yeah. So fucked up. But if women are specifically using blood magic, I don't have a problem with them killing dudes to be able to do their blood magic anymore. They don't go into this into the games, but it's like the obvious result that would happen. So it's Mm. a little unfortunate that they don't mention it. Yeah. Um, Okay, anyway, so there's like a scuffle. And for some reason, Cerebus does like a, a woobly magic and makes her stab herself, which... Like, she was, she was on his side. She was on your side, dude. I interpreted they, that Joss accidentally stabbed her. Accidentally, no, yeah. in quotation. He moved his hands. There was a woobly. Okay. Yeah, it, Sarah, but, like, there was magic involved in, like, this fumble here. Yeah, we just have to make sure that that little elf boy was not complicit at all in the murder of his girlfriend, because that would make him evil, and then we'd have to hate him. Yeah. Um, th- yeah, so this was a- b- I don't know why Cerebus did that, because they could have just have easily- just as easily have used, like, Jossmail's blood instead. Like, he had this girl on his side who was helping him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so the mask, uh, like, slurps up all that good, good blood, 
and some bad special effects happen in the sky, and everyone's like, oh no! And then Talus stabs the mask, and that fixes it. You, all you gotta do is stab it, apparently. She that- stabs it in the same way that she stabs that boy earlier, which I feel like was good <laughs> character development, that she's good at stabbing small objects, like that small, small boy. <laughs> she's good at throwing um, knives at small objects. Yeah. Uh, Some good foreshadowing, as they call it. She grew as a person. Instead of throwing knives at human boys, she threw it at a a magic mask. An evil uh, blood magic artifact, or whatever. Right. Alright, so, uh, Cerebus does not like this, and he throws lightning at her. Um, uh, and then, but then, like, Karen jumps in front of it and gets hit with lightning magic, so that Talos can then put the anti-magic BDSM collar on uh on Cerebus. Which She's, is total bullshit okay. because that yes. doesn't exist in the Dragon Age okay. universe. And if it did, it would be so convenient for everyone and it would ruin they so need- much political intrigue and subtlety in the game. Okay. It's the thing I'm most angry about. Yes. Okay, so like this anti-magic dog collar, <laughs> this is an invention of this series. And makes me like, so angry. It literally like there's this whole like a deeply morally convoluted thing in Dragon Age where, uh, like, mages uh, basically get lobotomized so they can't use magic, and the Canari, like, sew mages' mouths shut so they can't use magic. And if there was, in fact, in the Dragon Age universe just, like, this, like, necklace you could wear that would suppress your magic, like, all of that would not exist. And so, like, this is totally contradictory to everything we know about, like, how mages work in Dragon Age. Like, if the Canari have just come up with this cool thing, it's like, oh yeah, just snap it on the neck, and they can't do the magic anymore. Like, all of this shit that exists in the Dragon Age universe would not exist. Um, although, however, I'm glad that this thing introduced it, because I did read a really, really choice BDSM fanfiction on AO3. It's called Game by User Somniari. And, like, there's this... Ma- the magic suppression collar thing was brought back up in this fanfiction, and it was put to much better use in that fanfiction. So, good, good. Bless bless Dragon Age Redemption. If nothing else, uh, I did get some personal satisfaction indirectly from this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, don't look up that fanfiction. You don't need to know about my personal interests. Uh, so, Except for the fact that you just aired them yeah, all you, over our podcast. You definitely did. People anyway, are look that shit up. You okay, want no, but people dude, to know give what that, your kink is? No, give that give that writer some some good good kudos on what? <laughs> Andy's yelling from the bathroom. What characters are in it? <laughs> Dorian and Iron Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Andy's. Oh no. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Talos is like, why are you doing this? What's your motivation? And Sarabas is like, I don't know. Like, yeah, what? that felt that felt <laughs> cheap. He was He's just like, like, oh, there was bad stuff that could be done, and I'm a bad guy, and it's just like very sloppy writing. Yeah, it's that. Uh, you know, the scorpion. It's my nature thing. Yeah. Um, and he's yeah he's like I don't know why I do it. How come you like stab stuff stuff so much? <laughs> and then and then she stabs him. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> credit credit to him. He she the Talus had no answer other than stab. Yeah. He was like, "Why do you want to stab stuff? Stab, 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 stab." <laughs> yeah. Uh, truth and advertising. Okay. I mean, she did technically she did slash him, which is new for her. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe that was her proven that she can. She's multifaceted. She can stab and slash. Character development. Um, <laughs> to like. To the show's credit, Karen and Josh Mill's girlfriend both do stay dead. Although, yeah. then the main characters fucking bury them like idiots instead of burning them. So they probably won't stay dead that long. Like, we just saw an example of why you don't bury your dead in Dragon Age. That just happened. Um, so, the wee baby Joss Mill's like, I'm the keeper of my tribe now. So, like, that tribe's fucked. And, um... A lot, another another entry in the sad sad story of elves just getting screwed. Um, and then Talos is like, uh, I'm not sure I want to be Canari anymore. And then she disappears um, into the sunset. And that's all. That's all. And that's the end. That's the end. That's the end. I have a couple questions. Okay, I got answers. Andy's got some answers. They if, might not. I don't be the know right if you ones. do. <laughs> Hit me. Do you want to find out if Andy has the answer to all my questions? Do you want to find out if Andy, Evan, Kim, and myself have the answer to your Dragon Age questions? Spoiler alert, I don't have the answers. I don't have the answer to any of these questions. But if you want to hear general answers and me being silly about it, then you can stay tuned for our episode two of Drunk Dragon Age, where we will answer all of the questions that were asked of us in our Facebook group. Um... That'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Next week, keep an ear out for Constantine. We'll be starting that up, and hopefully we'll have some fun guests there. I just want to give a shout-out to the Lunar Light Studio podcast network, uh, LunarLightStudio.com. They are a great podcast network that we are a part of. There's great shows on there like Storyboard, like Cryptid Keeper, like what you call it, like... Uh, advertising. All great shows, including Ending Pending. And uh, Lunar Light HQ just opened up a Patreon. So if you want to support our shows and the shows on the network, you can head over to patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. And uh, there's some really cool donation levels that you can contribute to there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you next time. Don't tell Pawn Shop Lou. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.